I V M. Hello, folks. We are back. We are back with episode four of Simplify. Three, actually. Okay. I don't count <laughs> so happen- good when I've had a couple. We mm. happily went from being weekly to fortnightly yeah. in two weeks. That didn't take too long. Yeah. So much for early well, discipline. Yeah, I suspect nobody's been mm. really heartbroken over All it. All three people who listen to the podcast must have missed us. We are here in the lovely Mumbai suburb of Malad. And Naren, I must tell you this. When I got off at Malad station today, I actually found a guy selling broccoli and zucchini outside the station. Naren, we can truly say Achche Din has happened. <laughs> totally. It's so, I've lived in Malad all my life, you know, and it used to be when I was young, Malad used to be the armpit of Bombay. (laughs) It's still the armpit, but now it's a nice, non-hairy, waxed, waxed, classy armpit. Very nice armpit. I hear this. An armpit you would be happy to sniff. (laughs) What a tagline for Malad tourism. Malad tourism. An armpit you'd be glad to sniff. So, I've heard a lot of places being called the armpit of Bombay, and... Over the years, this armpit just keeps going north and north. It used to be Andheri, then it became Gorigaon, Malad, Borivili, Bayandar. If Malad is the armpit, Naren, what about the rest of the city? Yeah. Malabar Hill is the foot. Yeah. Possibly. What would be the anus? I mean, yeah, that's that's. You know, I think Dadar. Dadar. Yeah, I think it's shared also like another vortex of things. Yeah. There are lots of communities that come to Bombay and disagree about many things, Naren, yeah. but one thing everybody's united on is the fact that Dadar is the anus of the city. So on that happy note, yes. let's move on to our first topic of the week. We have a lot to talk about this week. We have to make up for last week as well, actually. The most hilarious thing happened this week, Naren. Sepp Blatter happened to meet Putin. Putin went on to say that Sepp Blatter should actually get the Nobel Prize. Actually, jokes apart, I think he's right. But the thing is this, what will he get? He, he can, according to me, a distinguished person like that, can get a Nobel in many different fields. Okay, so... It's, it, they must be really thinking of what to give him. Like, for example, chemistry. the way he's shafting people, he, he should get it in physics, in right? physics, physics. Yeah. Uh, chemistry. Why, why chemistry? The, he must be making people smoke some really intense Absolutely chemicals. Absolutely awesome stuff. They, they yeah. actually vote for him. On the other hand, maybe that's, that qualifies for medicine. What about literature, Narin? Literature. Why literature? Possibly because he's written so many wonderful works of fiction which find themselves in the accounts department. Oh, that yeah. Uh, at FIFA. That's a talent, yeah. But yeah, but I think what what Putin had in mind was the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, Yeah, it makes sense, Narin, because the Peace Prize is given out to people who have done great work in, say, uniting people around the world. And if there's one thing that Sepp Blatter has done is uniting the world in thinking that he is a gigantic, massive dick. So that way, yes, Sepp Blatter definitely deserves... In a way uh, that few people before... Yeah. I in a couple of other things over here, which I, I was reading up about the Nobel Peace Prize. So firstly, you can't nominate yourself. Hmm. So, sorry, Salman. Nothing your PR machine can do about this. And you'll actually never know if you have yourself been nominated. The inner workings are secretly guarded. And there, Narain, is perhaps the only similarity that it has with FIFA. Yeah. Then there's a short list and then a review and then a debate and discussion. What is heartening about this whole thing is that Alfred Nobel is said to have started the Peace Prize because he did many bad things uh, like dynamite and st- things like that. So he wanted to make up. And so this is heartening. Perhaps Putin and Blatter will actually do some good 
in their lives. Maybe the only good thing that Sepp Blatter could possibly do is, I think he is the only possible person, Narendra, to potentially be able to dispense of N. Srinivasan, which would then absolve him of all his crimes against humanity. But it'll be a tough call, you know. It, it's like an endangered animal eating an endangered plant. <laughs> what do you do? Which one do you do? You shoot the endangered animal. How do you save the endangered plant? Yes, oh, well, uh, okay, whoever's shooting whoever, American dentists are not allowed. So the second thing that I wanted to talk about this week and simplify it is, um, you know, I am very, very sure that Raghuram Rajan is trolling the Ministry of Finance. It's very, it's very, you know what, the Ministry of Finance has been on his knees telling him, boss, please reduce the interest rate, please reduce the interest rate. And he keeps telling them, go, re- reduce the inflation by a few points and come back to me, I'll let you know. No, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. <laughs> so, they've been begging, they've been practically on one knee begging him to reduce the rates, he keeps saying that go reduce the inflation numbers. So this time it's actually gone down and so mm. they they landed up back at the office and said, now can we reduce the rates? <laughs> so he makes an epic statement like except for housing and food and fuel, the inflation is rising. So what, what else? Is what else? Like Gucci shoes or what? <laughs> what Cartier watches? What is rising? I am sure he, you know, moment those guys, they, you know, they, they crestfallen, walk back outside his office. He must be locking his door and laughing his ass off. But I think it serves the Ministry of Finance, right? Because they also run the income tax department, which takes all our hard earned money. hard earned money, especially during the season. I want to talk about something, Narin. This is something historic happened recently between India and Bangladesh, which was not a cricket match. Along, there's been a border problem. There are enclaves within Bangladesh. So, Narin, an enclave is a part of one country inside another country. And it's not. It's actually not that uncommon. There are quite a few examples of these around the world. Like, for example, the entire country of Lesotho, which incidentally is placed above India in the FIFA rankings. <laughs> the entire country of Lesotho is surrounded by uh, South Africa. So there are quite a few examples uh, of uh, enclaves like this. But what is uh, what is unique over here is there were hundreds and hundreds of enclaves at the India-Bangladesh border. And the world's only third order enclave is here, which is basically, there's a part of India, inside a part of Bangladesh, which was inside a part of India, which was inside Bangladesh. Which is so So, badass. Which is badass for one, but not for the people actually residing inside, because they have a hell of a problem. If you have the, the Indian, if he has to cross over to Bangladesh, he actually becomes an illegal trespasser to that. Uh, to that. So it was, it was quite a screwed up thing. And finally, after some 70 years Narayan, of uh, border disputes and people trying to sort this thing out, things have finally, finally been sorted, which is sad for people who enjoy geographical quirks, but much better for people who actually stay there. A little bit about this, and you might like this because you're a chess aficionado, I'm told. The whole... A border dispute issue actually happened because of a botched up game of chess. Was that true? Yeah, so <laughs> this is pretty awesome. Border anomalies like this don't always need to be bad. There is a similar situation between Netherlands and uh, Belgium. And well, that's actually much more peaceful. In fact, you have cafes that have one half in Belgium and one half in Netherlands. Shops which have one half in Belgium, one half in Netherlands. Even some houses are one half Belgian, one half Netherlands. 
and there's no problem over there. The peaceful Europeans, all they want is their weed and their good Belgian beer. Uh, in fact, that area is something of a quirky tourist attraction, actually. Uh, but Narin, you know what? I like this whole concept of enclaves, where you basically have a, a part of one country or territory inside some other territory or country. Imagine, for example, if you had a part of Goa inside Maharashtra. There's that a part of Goa in every engineering college. <laughs> <in Maharashtra. laughs> yeah. There's a part of Netherlands inside <laughs> every engineering college for that matter. Yeah. I've often thought that Matunga is an enclave of Tamil Nadu, Narin. The whole of Bombay, actually, you can say, is an uh, enclave of Gujarat. Yeah. You, and finally, I think uh, Bangalore Airport is actually an enclave of Bangalore. And the big topic of the week is the whole pawn ban. Of course, it's been uh, revised slightly now. But still, it's a talking point of the week. A lot of people have been outraging about this on social media. I don't get... Pawn. Okay. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, I as mean, in, I don't get it. As in you don't now. get it through the internet is what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, not that get, way. I mean, okay. I, I don't, I don't understand why human beings have to watch, or or why pawn works for human beings. Like for example, you, you, you try to not been single for a long <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> married to a lot wrong side of fifty and all the old hormones are not what they used to be. But still, I mean, I dimly recollect what it used to be like. Here's this. You you can't you can't sort of tickle yourself, right? You you enough, you yeah. can close your eye. You can t- you can use a feather. You still won't get tickled if you do it yourself. Yeah. But that doesn't work for your dick, right? Yeah. Why should you not be able to tickle yourself? But why should it be so easy to pleasure yourself? And why should isn't it daft to watch porn because like you feel hungry and the only way of satiating yourself is watching someone else eat. <laughs> How is it going to? I just don't get it. But yeah, human being. I'm a human. It works for me. It works. Yeah. works. Alright, that's, all. Yeah, that's, that's all, all we need to know. Yeah. Uh, a few interesting things about porn now. Uh, porn is a big, big industry. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I just found out. The entire porn industry in the US is worth 13 billion dollars. Insane. 13 billion dollars are in for porn. Uh, just to put that in perspective, how Apple earned 183 billion last year. <laughs> so, uh, if you think about it, uh, Apple is about 15 times all the pornography <laughs> in the world. Which People clearly awesome. want their iPhones more than they want yeah. uh, their triple X. I remember uh, reading somewhere that uh, there are many uh, mechanical devices which will bring about sexual interest in uh, people. Mm-hmm. So apparently, Apple iPhone is the chief of them. <laughs> yeah. It does vibrate. Yeah, it just vibrates. All right, we're getting very dirty here, Narin. It's a family podcast. Let us yes. be prim and proper. All right. 70% of male internet users from the age of 18 to 34 access porn once a month, Narin. This is a stat I read. And the only thing that this means is that 30% male internet users use Google in incognito mode. It also, if you exclude the engineering student, that means the rest of the world access it once in 17 years. Yeah. <laughs> and here's another interesting thing. So I saw a list of top porn viewing countries, as in people who spend most, countries that spend most amount of time on porn per capita. And surprisingly, or perhaps not so surprisingly, the list was almost entirely made up of conservative Muslim nations like Iran and Pakistan and wow. Saudi Arabia, etc. So it just goes to show, Naren, 
that the is it's that whole forbidden fruit thing right the more you ban something the more people end up wanting it like uh okay, for example gujarat drinks like a fucking fish mm. i wouldn't be surprised if the largest percentage of people who go to barbecue nations were teenage brahmin boys who are forced to stay with their parents absolutely i think actually i think this whole forbidden fruit funda can work very well for a lot of other areas in life like for example i think education across a country would improve if parents say hit their children's uh, maths tax yeah. textbooks and say no 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 you're not allowed to read this is only for grown ups you you stick with this what a lovely image it is uh, children trying to slink off <laughs> and hiding and yes, parents showing them of saying no no just read this playboy or this yeah. archie comic or something no 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 that's you'll get there only when you're 18 years old right that's this is the way to transform education in this country porn has caused a lot of controversy before this is not very surprising the ancient romans were said to be fairly expressive with their architecture and when the pompey excavations happened by our victorian friends a few centuries ago they were shocked when they saw well how expressive that the romans were and they actually dug up all the stuff and put it into a secret museum in naples where uh, to actually protect the victorian society the boys and uh, the women and the impressionable young chaps and apparently and this is a funny part narin the only the upper class scholars were allowed to access them <laughs> i i love the victorian time someone told me that victorian was so prudish that even their tables would have covers you know, because you didn't want people to see the legs of the table oh. <laughs> and the most epic thing actually someone told me is one of his friends actually when he was a kid he pulls out his something from his pocket and a slip of paper falls out and uh, someone picks up the slip of paper and what he sees is a crudely done pair of breasts with a <laughs> couple of hips and one vagina right and that guy is like you know he is very defensive about it he wants it back so these guys are like what do you want what is this what what's so great then finally turns out the dash what he uses to jerk off oh. so yeah so, so some doesn't people porn bans don't doesn't matter take, yeah. doesn't take yeah. much but i like the fact like like this fact that only upper class scholars were allowed to access yeah. uh, this is like uh, when uh, marijuana gets confiscated the top cop always takes the stash yeah. saying this is entirely for uh, academic purposes yeah. i think what's going to happen if porn ban ever happens i think the government actually has good intentions i think this is a move to boost the print production in the country because people are watching porn so much that their reliance on a printed titillation has reduced over mm-hmm. time so i think what this is going to do is it's going to give a boost to the print industry uh, cd players and of course smes that promote vpn services the <laughs> uh, vpn and proxy services that's basically what's going to happen yeah yeah that's going to be the all all the research in this country in the software side is going to be on anonymity entirely yeah. on anonymity yeah well all the jokes about porn and the porn ban have already been done on twitter narin so i guess the only thing that we can do is put it into a song and maybe an irish drinking song hmm? Di 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 di
You drove eight and so did our flat feet and our corn. We asked our elected reps to do something one more. The kindly chaps had heard it wrong and ended up banning porn. I was an avid viewer of dirty scenes. But now it's not loading, I don't know what this means. I'm getting an error all across my screens. How am I supposed to survive through my teens? Now things were a proper mess, we couldn't get our fix of inspirational video clips for our tired dicks. India is to progress and build great cities. We'll need a few more activities. Greener IITs. Eight hundred sites have been banned in the nation. The only thing I have now is my imagination. The only exercise I get is when I use my hand. But now I stop my regimen because spawn is banned. Masturbation is an art and porn is glorious muse. Bad it and things couldn't. Oh, what's the bloody use? And here's an economic fact that cannot be denied. A man who masturbates is gainfully self-employed. And that's it for this episode. Thanks, guys, for uh, listening. It's been uh, fun, as usual. And, and we'll see you guys hopefully in next week, next week or the week after that. Or eventually, we'll be back. Yes. Bye.